Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. You've arrived back in Waterdeep. Ladies and gentlemen, new Lara Moonbrook, Flint Firebeard, Thea Amastasia, and Nye Ilmich have returned from Thay to discuss plans of our final move on the Cult of the Dragon. What can you tell us of your travels to Xanthal's Tower? We got through that maze. We made it in the tower. We got the quote-unquote dragon mask, but it was a fake. The same man who you know as Sir Istival. What you have is ownership of Zonfel's tower. I, I climb up onto the, the big boardroom table. We are not looking to sell the tower to the highest bidder for the f- fate of Faerun. And I, I kind of bang my axe on the yeah, ground like, totally. yeah! Count my, count my hand on the table. Got one hand in my pocket and one hand is holding a... Human finger bone. Oh boy! <laughs> wow. You catch the eye of uh, Nye Ilmich. It will act when activated as a scroll of protection from undead. Okay. Everybody comes back to the table. So, where do we stand? Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. And with me today... It's Carla Johnson. Hey, ooh, number one. Uh, I play new Laura Moonbrook. And Amy Moore. Apparently, Russ doesn't love me as much as he used to. Oh, come I on, you've made that joke already. I have? Yep. Tom's always third, so don't say that, because then it's kind of sad as if Russ doesn't love Tom, and he does. I do. You should do Tom right now. <laughs> <laughs> Show him you love I mean, him, Russ. Yeah, just take that completely <laughs> How out of much context. do you love him, Russ? Oh, God. And Tom Laird. Hey, that's me. I just meant, I just I meant he should take my beard. spot. Not in the marriage. Yeah. Just in the away I'm from us. I'm a pretty us. good baker. So. Oh, boy. Master baker. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow, we're 30 seconds in and there's always already been a masturbation joke and yep. um and a and a Russ and Russ and Tom love on each other joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, what more do you need? End end of podcast. I mean, please. really, it's a downward slope from here. Just drag that podcast over the trash <laughs> can. Isn't get it rid of usually, it. Usually, though, <laughs> like... if two dudes can't platonically love each other, what can they do? Of course you can platonically love each other. The one sentence yeah, sounded very sexual. Yeah, can also not be platonic. So. Yeah. It did. I mean, you should do Tom next. Yeah. I yeah. should rephrase. I need to I need to have a mental filter. Mm, yeah. I mean, that would probably help <laughs> a lot of situations. I mean, if you're just well, realizing that now, I don't think it's ever going to happen, Amy. <laughs> took me 31 years to realize. I have a dirty pirate mouth. Who knew? Where are you? can hear more of Amy's dirty pirate mouth is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast where you can join the lovely community we have going over there, which is uh, very fantastic. And we, we love all of you. Oh, and we also love you if you're not a member of Patreon. Also, too. yeah, that's true. That's very and true. And we also love, all, we, if you're a frequent listener, if you're a, a sometimes listener, if you... If this is if your first just, episode, welcome aboard. We love you. Welcome aboard. You're our favorite. 
But also, when you're on Patreon, you get an episode dedicated to you. So that's where I was getting to. Mm. Um, and today's episode is dedicated to Jonathan. Jonathan Nguyen. Jonathan. Thanks, Jonathan. We love that Jonathan. guy. You to bomb. Love that guy. You know, um, I haven't DM'd in a while when Russ doesn't get a message from Jonathan going, um, Tom screwed something up. <laughs> <laughs> he is so helpful. He knows how it's to play helpful, D&D though. so much better than... I don't want to say we do, because y'all are great. I'm not. And I appreciate him continuing to listen to our podcast, yeah, even though I, if, it's probably yeah, very I'm, frustrating for him. I'm always <laughs> up for tips because I'm not great at it. And it's very helpful when someone's like, oh, hey, you could have done this. And I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't even think of that. This is amazing. I can't even drink out of a cup. I just spilled water <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so, Jonathan, if you so have any Carla's tips about how I could better problems. drink out of a cup, I would take those as well. Jonathan, I'm wondering what I should do with my stock portfolio. Do you have any tips about that? You diversify, Amy. We've been over this. <laughs> it sounds like we're joking, Jonathan, but we really do appreciate it. No, we, of course I'm we dead do. Serious. And all the support you get. That's what we do. Fuck it. Let's play D&D. Woo! All right. Last time you guys got some finger bones. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Beg your what? <laughs> Beg your excuse me? We got some secret finger bones. From <laughs> we didn't want to tell that anybody much about worse. Oh, Are like, we ashamed I of our it finger bones? When, when Carla said it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, this is where this episode is going. Um, and you were about to find out if there's any. Take backsies on any on any people. I wish we had thought at the beginning of this whole council thing, like, you know, months ago, to say, hey, no take backsies. Oh, we that would have solved so many problems. So hopefully nobody does it, but I mean, we didn't say it, so I guess legally they're allowed to take see backsie. That is the law. So we come back to the, the council chamber. And Lady Laryl Silverhand has just said, so who's in and who's out? I can't remember what she said exactly. So <laughs> where do we like stand? That. Yeah. So where are we at, my bitches? She's taking a very casual approach to this. She got, has she been she drinking? She got real stressed and went and just took a few from the bar, um, is what she did. Tia looks around and was like, there's a fucking bar here? Oh my god. We need to spend yeah. more time in council meetings. <laughs> I'd enjoy these more if I was drunk. Um, Everybody has taken their seats, and there's a calm hush over the chamber, except for you guys talking about the bar. And she looks around the room, and she says, The Harpers, where do you stand? And Ramelia Haventree, who you met in the very first council meeting, uh, who told you about the Dracorn and where to find Makoth, stands up. And she says... The Harpers will pledge the mages and the scouts. And she sits back down. Lady Laryl Silverhands asks, The Order of the Gauntlet. Onthar Froom stands up, and he says, Aye, we pledge the paladins of the Order of the Gauntlet and healing clerics to support the fight against Tiamat's forces. He looks to you and Gives a wink. I like blow him a kiss. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. You shoot him a big thumbs up. Oh, I do love shooting people a big thumbs up. Flints into it. The Emerald Enclave, Lady Silverhand says, and Delane Winterhound 
stands up. And he says, The Emerald Enclave is in the fight, and pledges the druids, treants, and lycanthropes. And he sits back down. I blow him a kiss. Haven't seen Delane in a while. And he is looking fly. Is he looking fine? <laughs> he always does. Uh, he looks a little cleaned up for this this one. You know, less mm. less like he's been out in the forest for a thousand days. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you were looking for. Maybe you were looking for the dirty. She's less I liked him now. a little more rugged, but yeah. it's okay. It's fair. Lady Laryl says, For the Lord's Alliance, I will speak to Waterdeep, and we will pledge the resources of Waterdeep's army and conscript troops. Lord Dagold Never Ember stands up and he says, Neverwinter is here to fight, and we will provide conscript troops and mercenaries from around the world. Ambassador Conrad Bronnenville, the male dwarf from Mithril Hall, stands up and he says, Mithril Hall will pledge resources of dwarven fighters, dwarf forged armaments, and siege weapons to aid in this battle. Marshal Alder Ravenguard from Baldur's Gate stands up and he says, For the Lord's Alliance, we will pledge flaming fist warriors and expert advisors to train your conscript troops. More like Baldur's Gate, am I right? Right? <laughs> he looks and just gives you a nod. Yeah. yeah. King Melandrich stands up and says, The elven eldritch knights will join forces. Tern Thunderspell's horn blade of Silvery Moon stands up and he says, The army of Silvery Moon, the knights in silver, and the Silvery Moon conscripts will join the battle against the cult of the dragon. Sir Istval is the last of the Lord's Alliance to stand up and he looks around the room and looks to Onthar Froom and he says we will pledge the might of Cormir including our purple dragon knights and war wizards and he sits down and Onthar looks a bit surprised by the fact that Sir Istval has pledged his resources He's like, no, we talked about bro. Also, was Purple Dragon Knight a class option? Because I'm interested. Yeah, it sounds super cool. We'll talk about it. Ryan Nightshade of the Zentarum stands up. And she looks to your group. And Lady Silverhand says, where does the Zentarum stand? Ryan Nightshade takes one last look at your group and says, We will pledge the assassins and the mercenaries of the Zentarum to offer and she sits back down Lady Silverhand looks around the room and says well that's everyone here all following the actions that you have set forth and she looks to your group we know that we have the support of the metallic dragons they will be at our side the airships are readied and awaiting deployment. We shall leave for the Well of the Dragons in but two days. It is now up to everyone here to ready their troops. It will be a long journey 
as the might of our force far exceeds the ability to transport them by air. You all are to make final arrangements. Because this battle is not a battle that everyone will come home from. Thank you for your support. We will do our best to stop the Cult of the Dragon as a combined force, and hopefully a stronger force. There's a round of applause that begins to go through the chamber. The mood begins to lighten a little bit. There seems to be a little hope now that everybody knows that everyone else is in the fight for good. So go, ready your forces. Spend time with those you care about. Sleep tonight and hope for the best. But prepare for the worst. And everybody stands up and begins to leave the room. Huh, well. That's... You guys want to go get drunk? I mean, yeah. Yeah, probably. We should do it now, because then we, like, cannot drink tomorrow. We'll be fresh and ready to go when it's time to leave. <laughs> mm, yeah, that, that's a good call. You're such a planner. I love it. How to plan those hangovers. Uh, hey, Leosin, what you up to? Um, well, there's lots of, lots of paperwork now that needs to be done. What are, what are you up to? Uh, we were going to head to the local tavern and, you know, thought maybe you might want to come with. Yawning portal, join us for a drink. Uh, and I'm elbowing him a little bit. I know I've turned you down in the past, but yeah, I like think. like every time. I think, uh, today is probably a good day to join you. Fuck yeah, the world might be ending. Let's go get a drink. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I clap him on the shoulder, lead him out of the room. You guys head to the awning portal. Um, As we're walking there, I I kind of like sidle up to him and I'm like, "Um, Hey, uh, have you ever seen one of these? And I pull out the finger bone. Says that's a human finger bone. Yeah. You guys keep weird things. Yeah. Um, it was actually secretly, sneakily, given to us by Tharchin Aseldra. Yes. You know, not that I don't trust that bitch, cause I, no, I, I don't, I don't trust that bitch. So I just, you know, wanted a second opinion on it. Nyalmich assures us that it is for protection from the undead armies that the defected mm-hmm. or the exile red wizards could conjure, but I well, just, they've... she she made it seem like we should keep it secret, and, and I don't like that. Well, they've pledged their allegiance and their, and their forces, yes, so what good would it be to harm those they've pledged to Assist. Well, I don't know. I just don't know why all the secrets. So I just uh, needed. I just didn't feel good about Elios, and I just had to get it off my chest. I, I mean, we could, we could take it down to Arvid, uh, and he could take a look at it. Oh man, we should talk to Arvid before we leave. But first, a drink. 
Okay, because we're walking by his office right here. He could oh, probably guys, is it okay if we pop into Arvid's or yeah, let's oh, yeah, do by it all, by all means. You enter the Armory and Potions Plus yeah, yeah. for the castle. A very mercantile people. name. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, he's super uh, creepy. It seems everything seems like it'd be like really he's dark uh, and sterile. He's you enter and he's writing in, on a on a on a ledger. He looks up and he says, "Oh, hello." What's um, up? Have you ever seen one of these? And I show him my my finger bone. Yes, that is a human finger. Uh huh. And what about the spell that accompanies it? Mm. Well, you know it's a spell. You know it's school. Abjuration. Hmm. Well, it seems you don't need me. Oh my god! So you don't have any other information just, about this? I just. Oh, it's you just should what? have known. He's you just were, goofing, guys. You were. It was your. We should have guessed. Listen, you're such a jokester. Somebody finger boned us, and we just need to make sure that it's legit. <laughs> Push past it. <laughs> Get it together, Arvis. It's Arvid. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know why that was my reaction. Sorry, you're right. Names are important. Yes, of course. Give me the give me the finger. Are you telling me you want me to finger you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm drinking vodka. <laughs> It's supposed to be rum. Sean says it has to be rum. I'm, I didn't have rum. Well, the vodka is already in the fridge and cold. So. It's in the box. He's already packed it. Uh, the box is open. I didn't seal that one up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this was cold. Anyway, I hand him the finger bone. Mm. He uh, looks it over, takes it behind, up a step and behind a, a half wall. I follow him. You can't. There's a, there's a, there's a counter. How does he get up there? He's behind the counter. Well, he's behind the counter. Does does the counter not lift Think up? Think a pharmacy. Yes. Does yeah, the counter like one not of those lift lifty up? uppy counters? He I mean, sees I... you begin to lift it up and he says, please don't. Uh, no, but I don't. Respect the counter. Okay, but can you stay respect... within sight? I will respect your counter. Can you not can see you ple- me? I don't know. Can I? You said he walked behind a, like, a pony a wall. wall. Yeah. He went yeah, up like step, at a pharmacy. Like in a pharmacy. Fuck. Follow my narrative. <laughs> I know, sir. I just freaked out a little bit. I'm like, oh my god, what if he's evil? What if he takes my fucking finger bone and it was a protection spell and I gave it to him and he made it non, not workable? I mean, I think since he works here, you're probably overreading the situation. <laughs> yeah, that's the vodka. Okay, sorry, Arvid. Go ahead. He begins uh, working with some beakers and vials and. Is there a Bunsen burner? There's a bu- uh, well, there's a, a magical Bunsen burner. It's just a flame in the air. Mm. Um, cool. And uh, Is there some titration that's happening? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definite titration liquids oh. bubbling in the background. Good. And uh, he dips the finger into some liquid, and it turns a bright purple. Is purple good? I like purple. Well, if protection from... The undead is what you are hoping for, then yes, purple is very good. Uh, I really do like the color purple. Purple for protection. Thanks, Arvid. He walks slowly back down the step and extends the finger towards you. 
It I gives you the it, finger. And I, I make sure. <laughs> make a dexterity check. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I don't touch him. That is six plus two. One, now, is this just to avoid touching him? Seven. <laughs> or to take the finger from him. He pulls the finger back. And smiles a little oh, bit. Oh God! Is this a pretty woman moment where he's like he snaps it on me and I go? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happens. It's awful. Ross, if you could cue Roy Orbison's pretty woman right here, is this Got like? It. Are you charmed by him now? Do you like him now? Because no. this... he won you no, over. I hate when people do stuff like this to me. He hands it back to you and says, "Just joking." such a trickster and I take it from him and I turn around like my smile immediately and I turn around I'm like oh my god <laughs> is my finger permanently purple or was it just the liquid that it turned purple it was just purple? the liquid that turned purple okay cool it's too bad um I'm I'm walking out I had like done like the <laughs> and turned around and I'm like oh my god that guy <laughs> he says before before you leave next next um come back and see me I have some Something helpful. Well, can we get it now? We're here now. Could we? Could I'm we have it now? Working, working on it. Okay. I mean, we're leaving really soon. Like two I days. Will, I will have it ready before you leave. Okay. Come see me. All right. Any any hint as to what is it, it is? Something good, or is it? Yes. Is, is it going to be something? Okay. Yes. It will be good. <laughs> Okay. She'll I've believe been, it when she sees I've it. I've been brewing up some new potions. It's not going to turn me yellow, is okay. it? Okay. Why would it turn you yellow? Ooh, I'm already on board. <laughs> you had me at not going to turn me yellow. <laughs> I I am here. I am here to assist, not to play mean pranks like some sort of five year old. Ozark, am I right? <laughs> Ozark. You know, from Ozark's Bazaar. You heard of him? No. All right. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Okay, bye. I'm not about to explain Ozark and his bazaar to him. Oh, that's part of the guild. You're not supposed to tell anybody about that. It's like a whole other level, man. I I didn't know like Fight Club, I sort of I didn't realize. I, you know what? I sort of forgot he was like lab secrets all over the place. Yeah. Whatever. Part of yeah. secret organization ruling the multiverse. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways, so it's you like you leave. You I head leave. you head to the yawning portal. Uh, you open the door and it is uh, it is it is bustling. There is a mix of. People who look very concerned and people who look like they're celebrating. Now, Russ, would you say that every day it's bustling? Mm. Add it. Add it to Spotify. Yep. I would. Every day. Perfect. Every day it's bustling. Nothing the rest of it. (laughs) No. I will not. I will not get sued (laughs) by Party Rock. What are you doing? Do we see anyone we know? I mean, you came in with Leosin. 
I know. No, we're looking for someone with a table, Russ. Leosin doesn't have a table. There is there there are there are a couple tables. It's bustling, but it's not full. Uh, so there are okay. a few tables. You see Dernan, he's at the um he's at the he's at the bar serving. He sees you walk in and he lifts a glass, giving you the signal that he'll be over with, with some drinks in a moment. Nobody nobody of of great note that you really recognize, no. Okay. Well, let's go sit at our table and, like, you know, have a debrief. Totally. Wait, we're getting um, naked? It, <laughs> please, as if you wear briefs anyway. <sighs> oh, God. Guilty as charged. Yeah. Um, Tom, roll a d20. Well. <laughs> Speaking of. It's a 14. You're flip. You're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is there any music playing or anything? Yeah, there's a bard playing in the corner. Uh, nice. Uh, Thea gets up and starts to dance. Like a new Lara's like, you want a debrief? And Thea just starts dancing. <laughs> and Thea says, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but first, this is my song. All right. Well, like, I'm just feeling the, the music at the moment. So. <laughs> yeah. Describe to me how Thea... It is very much for all the Friends fans in the crowd. It is very much a... Uh, Phoebe Buffet style of dancing, mm. like a lot of like swishy arm movements, like when she's trying to seduce Chandler, and like like weird like claw hand movements and stuff like that. It's not very elegant. Uh, Thea didn't get to go to any sort of like like you know dances and stuff like that when she was younger. So no Juilliard equivalent. You were taking scribe lessons. You weren't taking dance. There lessons. were no sock hops yeah. for Thea. So. Um, so so while this amazing dancing's happening, what like I'm picturing the music to be like, you know, bard kind of music. Like it and doesn't fit the dance at all. Yeah, it's like minstrel type music, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that exactly. Yeah. It doesn't really maybe go exactly with the dancing in addition to the dancing being very nice. It's more of like a stress reliever. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Just Good. while we're waiting for our drink. I like it. I know you haven't even had a single drink yet and you're already dancing. Oh, that's what Confidence. you think. I'm pretty sure Thea has a flask on her somewhere. So, um, <laughs> as I see the scene playing out, Flint, Thea, Nular, and Leosin and Donnie were heading over to a table to go uh, debrief. How do they respond to uh, Thea's impromptu claws? Uh, Flint is sitting there and he kind of nudges Nular. He says, oh, she going to do the tiger claw? <laughs> right as she does the tiger claw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like I mean this is we've been together a long time. This is not the first time we are seeing these moves. So I think we just are like or I shouldn't say we. Uh Nular is just like indulgently smiling. Like, oh <laughs> yes. You guys have had <laughs> so nice. sleep. I have fun. Yeah. You have fun. Yeah. You're having a good time up there, and I'm glad you're glad. Oh, and I do the thing where I try to get you to come dance with me and you're like, no, I'm actually like, no, no, Thea, no. No. <laughs> Definitely no. Maybe Donnie dances with you. I motion for Donnie to come dance. Oh, Donnie. I can see it. Donnie comes and dances. As I think we mentioned last episode, he is still like pretty new in his in his larger body. So, you know, when he's fighting and stuff, he is like, you know, kind of hyper aware and, and good. Give me but, a dexterity um, saving throw for Donnie. Oh, gosh. Hey, oh, gosh. I already. <laughs> Donnie has to play take the uh, I mean, it's not great already. I can't remember what his <laughs> It is Donnie is. rolling. Yeah. So. No, it's a six. It's a six he got. Uh, so Donnie bumps into a lot of people. 
Um, and a couple of them get quite upset at this, and they stand up, and then they look at a dragon dancing, and then they get quite scared. Yeah. I I notice this interaction, I'm dancing, like, beside it, and every time he bumps into someone, I'm always kind of, like, right, and I'm like, oh, it's okay, buddy. Um, and I'm trying to smooth things over with people, be like, listen, could be, could be our last night to dance, just... They nod and sit back down and keep an eye on you throughout the evening. <laughs> I say, Donnie, why don't we why don't we go sit down? Because he's actually starting to injure people now and, and cause, <laughs> um, like, destruction of property and things like that. Mm-hmm. And and we love Durnin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like yeah. Durnin. So we don't want to wreck this place. No, no. we're like the trash yeah. is bar. I mean, so Durnin's no beefy stew, but he's pretty cool. Exactly, yeah. he's pretty cool. Um, Durnin, in fact, brings, uh, uh, some, some steins over and, uh, lays, puts them down on the table. Um, this is, uh, so, uh, been, been up to anything, anything fun? We own Zaldful's Tower now. Congratulations? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's all new to us. We don't really know how yeah. to feel about it yet. Ever, ever owned a piece of real estate before? No, kind of been more wanderers, travelers, well, nomads, adventurers, you, you know. Well, you know, buy low, sell high. That's what my uh, my grandpappy used to tell me. Oh, we didn't have hmm. to buy at all. Hey, you bought as uh, low as you can. So as low as possible. Get the highest price you can. Nothing but up from here. I guess so. Yep. Hmm. Good advice. Good advice. Thanks, Jernan. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Anytime. Uh, How about you? You been up to anything? Uh, just you know, ten, tendon, tendon bar. Seeing uh, there's lots of lots of people, lots of people through here. Have you seen Grog recently? Our... Uh, who's Grog? Grug, sorry, Grug. Uh, oh, Grug, yeah, yeah. Grog. <laughs> you know, like alcohol. Damn you know, it! You're a bartender. <laughs> I mean, I just thought maybe sorry, you knew Grug. something I didn't. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. Grug hasn't been through uh, in the last uh, couple of days. He was here through uh, for the for the festival there, and then uh, he's kind of just gone his own way. You know him. He kind of. Comes and goes as he pleases. He sure does. How are how are people doing? I know it's real crowded here, and everyone's, you know, things aren't great right now. But we're gonna. Everybody's. Uh, big things are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's. <laughs> Either way, right? Uh, everybody's uh, rightfully <laughs> concerned. Um, everybody's displaced from from wherever they came from. Um. They want to get back, but they don't know if they can go back. Well, you know what? What you're doing here is super important. Just a safe place to go with community, friends, laughter, and drinks, and just pretend like everything's okay for a few hours. Good on you, Dernan. Thank you. Thank you. What you what you guys are doing uh, really is uh, is bringing up the spirits of everybody, and he points to a a banner that's hanging over the uh, over the pit in the middle of the yawning portal, and it is the symbol of the decimator of dragons. Decimators of dragons. He says, "What you what you th- th- four are doing is uh, is noble. Not a lot of people or adventurers or anybody, for that matter, might do what you guys have done." Well, thank you. He nods and uh, he gets called over from across the bar. He says, I'll be around. If you need anything, just let me know. And he walks off. I drink my drink. Mm -hmm. So, guys, 
do we how do we feel? Nobody backed out. I'm That's gotta be good, really right? surprised. Especially Ryan. I was pretty impressed. Man, I yeah, thought Ryan, Ryan for sure. Shady. So I'm extra glad that we made our stance about the tower known because, you know, could have got tricked into something there. Yeah. It wasn't necessary. Could have could have had a lot of guilt attached to if she had pulled out and not offered support. But you know what? That's all in the past. Let's celebrate this this really big win. We have a great team. If there ever was one to defeat the rise of a horrible dragon goddess. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, cheers to that. Leosin, who's a small man, uh, tries to lift the, the stein of a beer. He lifts it with two hands, and he goes to cheers you as well. And he says, you you guys have no idea how close it was at some points uh, to many, many, many factions running running for the hills. Oh man, he's gonna drink oh. and get loose lipped. I know. Have a sip, tell Leos, us and tell us more. Leos, huh? <laughs> he sips. It's Must like have been very to the stressful brim. for you. I have filled out so much paperwork. I you bet. have no idea. <sighs> you are the only place that you're the only reason that place is running. If you're telling me. You're telling me, and he takes a big swig. You get good compensation. I mean, as good as can be expected. I mean, yeah. they're treating you well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Just making sure. It's oh, a real yeah. awesome. Management guy. has changed a few times since I've been since I've been here, but uh, yeah, Lady Lady Silverhand, she's she's good. She's good to me. So Leosin, who uh, who seem like they might not be on board because it's. I mean, what we're doing is it's so obvious that it's the right thing to stop the rise of Tiamat. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. Well, I, the Zentarum. It's uh, always a question whether. I mean, even now that they've said they'll support, whether they actually show up, that's, that's always a big question. Um, Shady people. Sir, Sir Istval, he's seen a lot of battle, and his stance has been that he wouldn't put him and his forces behind something he didn't believe in. Um, and he wasn't sure about, as he put it, you three yahoos. Um, I mean, that's fair. It's pretty fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. We've yeah. been called worse. Oh, much worse. Um, he was a he was a big question. King Melandrich, uh, he's he's a bit of a hothead, and uh, disappeared a little bit after he found out about Nairn Vane. Um, yeah, so I mean that that couldn't have been easy for him to hear. No, we weren't sure about him and, and the Elven Elven Eldritch Knights. So um, there were a couple others, but uh, they have all come around. And it appears that we have full forces going into what what is to come. How are you three feeling about what is to come? Is there anything that we can do for you in order to help you prepare? Is there anyone who can enhance my abilities a little bit? Uh, how, how do you mean? My spellcasting abilities. Um, you want like a magic tutor? Yeah, well, you know, maybe someone to teach me a few new tricks, you know, like... Um, well, I mean, you three are some of the most powerful adventurers Are you trying around. to scare us? <laughs> no. Are you trying to terrify us? But if you look, what you're doing. If you look what you can do and what you have done... Yes, it's pretty awesome. Your 
powers and abilities are are okay, fine. How about are becoming I, I dare say it godlike. Well, well that's gonna go to Theo's head. <laughs> we like to stay humble, so I know. I just I I don't want you to underestimate the powers that you have going into this battle that you have. You have them. You just make sure you use them. I.e., don't forget shit. <laughs> Always good advice. Mm-hmm. More what I was talking about is final final arrangements. Where where do you come from? Where is your family's? Where do you wish to have your worldly possessions sent back to if the worst happens? If the worst happens, you can send my knapsack back to my parents in Silvery Moon. Oh, Leosin, it's so like you to be talking to us about, like, legal paperwork here at the bar, so we're chatting. And I, you know what? We appreciate you for being you. I'm just trying to look out for you. What I'm saying is, is if there is somewhere you wish to go, we can make that happen. I should go see my folks. Well, it's been a while since you've been back there. Yeah, but uh, I guess if not now, when? I mean, how could they be disappointed in me now? I'm about to help save the world. You're a decimator of dragons. Right, and you're pretty much godlike. Exactly. They're going to be happy to see you. What do you think, Leosin? Get me a ship up there tomorrow? I will do one better than a ship. Don't worry. A super ship. (laughs) A mega (laughs) ship. We have two days. Half ship, half dinosaur. <laughs> well, shouldn't shouldn't Nulara ride that then? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Nulara, take me up the silvery moon on your half ship, half dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leos and I would love to go see my family too. I haven't been been home to High Forest in years, and I'd love to see my brothers. And they probably, gosh, you know, I bet I have. Like a million nieces and nephews now. That can be arranged, absolutely. Um, and you, Flint? Yeah, it's been a long time since I've been back to Mithril Hall, so I guess uh, in, in Thea's words, if not now, then when? In the morning, it shall be done. I will send you to Mithril Hall, High Forest, and Silvery Moon um, and arrange... Uh, as I have done for everybody, final papers as to direct your possessions, your earnings, your whatever you have left for you. Well, how are you going to get a tower delivered there? Because, yeah. I mean, that's yes. The question like of Zonthal's tower. What do you, where do you guys stand on Zonthal's tower? Like, what do you, what do you want to do with that? Oh my gosh. You know what? If we die, we should leave it to Greg. Or, uh, or, uh, Flamikins. I mean, you guys, I don't necessarily think she's the most responsible person to have the tower. Oh. But she is kind of technically the one that kind of got us into the tower, sort of. A little okay, bit. What about her and Thaddeus? Yes. Okay, the, the yes. yin to the yang. The joint well, and that If it is, if it passes, you know, by those who have entered it. I mean, they're partial they owners. Did. That's true. I did, so that seems right to me. Okay. Can you make that happen? 
I will absolutely make that happen. Awesome. I drink more. He go, too go, go, drinks go, go, go. more. Oh yeah, it says I'm oh, drinking. Yeah, we've been this drinking whole the whole time. Everybody make a constitution saving throw. Uh oh. Thea got a four. It's an plus. Eleven. Yeah, you can't be poisoned, you're fine. Oh. Oh. Alcohol is a poison. Uh, oh, it's true. It is. If you drink we it, we were like, oh. <gasps> yeah. Oh, Durnin. Yeah. Durden. Durden's been a sleeper agent this whole time. This whole time. <laughs> what a surprise. Uh, Flint, you make it with resistance. Or uh, with, I only rolled a seven, so oh, I'm like, yeah, drunk you're, as you're, far, you're drunk. I'm as drunk as it, was, it was some strong stuff. Uh, you and uh, Nulara, you and Leosin are drunk as uh, all get out. Sorry, Flint, or what did Flint roll? Uh, I have resistant to poison, so yeah, I so think my eleven is probably good enough. Yeah, you're fine. Um, yeah, so Leosin's like, you know what, you guys? Since I met you at that cave with the with the people who made me work so hard, they were not good owners, bosses. The cult of the dragon. They were bad. They're bad people. I'm glad we're stopping them. Yeah. Oh, I hate the cult of the dragon, you guys. They're the worst. So bad. We're totally gonna we're gonna stop them, right? If, if Tiamat was here right now, tell me what would you do? I would punch her in the What do you what do dragons have? Well well she's got a lot of different a heads. Lot, so like so many heads. What, what punch head her would you punch? in the head. The, Which one? The least bitey head. I'd punch her in the most bitey head. So red. Yeah, go right after that. There's head. white, there's black, there's blue, there's green. What color says When you're punch done with me? her, they're all going to be black and black blue. Black and blue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I'd punch her in all her faces. I'm very fast. Are and you? He, he punches and he's very fast. Ooh, God. Well, he's a I, monk. I isn't steady he? He all, the, fast yeah. all the glasses stupid, on the table. Fast. Like, Wow. Okay. Okay. If you could bone anyone in this, in this tavern. Oh. Yeah. What about I'm her? I point mad. over. I point over to a. I'm, I know the. I'm a man of the faith. I can't do that. Not at all. No. Okay. What, what about kissing? No. Some smooching. Oh. Some hugging. No smooches. No. Can you hold hands? No. Could you rub up against each other? Clothes on. No. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like where this conversation is going. Thea's base system of the system of bases in Silver Moon is fascinating. Yeah, there are many bases. First base, Baseball. rubbing up against each Baseball's other. Baseball's very close. For it. Close <laughs> Second base, holding hands. <laughs> Who says in Silver Moon you run to first base first? <laughs> you're right. You know our baseball right. system. That's true. Yep. Right. Amy That's creates a whole point. new baseball system. <laughs> Elves are freaky, this is, y'all. This is how it's played in in uh, Silvery Moon. Tom, roll a d20. Okay. It's a nine. You're bored. I'm not wearing any underwear. He knows what's why up. Always, You've played baseball. Why always tell in, us about your underwear, Flint? So weird. You're Look, she wants me underwear. to rub up against people, and he no, doesn't no, no. wear any underwear. I didn't say you had to rub up against people. Dude, <sighs> you do, I was just wondering. I am not of the faith of any faith. I barely have faith in myself. I. It's just, you know what? I, let me tell you a secret. I've never rubbed up against anybody. 
All right, Theo, I'll turn it back on you. If there was someone in this bar to rub up against, who would it be? Oh. Theo gets really quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go get the the next round. And she gets up and she walks over. (laughs) 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 Theo does not want to answer that question. She's an H-Core virgin. Flint, you're very quiet. What do you think about the end of the world? Well, I think we're kind of fucked either way, so let's let's dive in head first. What's the end of the world and he knows it and he feels fine? Spotify. <laughs> that's a great big C reference that Carla's not going to get. No, that's R.E.M. Yeah, great big C was a cover. It was a cover. That, there was a better, better version. Whoa. <laughs> Take Bold statement. Sacrilege. I mean, they're very similar. They're very similar. Yes, anyways. Uh, that's true. That's true. You're very open right now. I mean, are you, this drink, it makes you feel bad. (laughs) I come back with more drinks. Oh, good. More bad feelings. Are the drinks making you feel bad? No, it's the end of the world. Uh, no, it might be. It's not. Wait, come on, we're going to work so hard. We're going to punch the dragon in the face so many times. It's totally, we're going to totally stop her. Don't I've, worry about I've it. I've filled out all the paperwork for both the end of the world and not the end of the world. And there's more paperwork for for the end of the world, which means it's probably what's going to happen because there's more work that went into that. So what you're saying is, you're done your job. You already did You already did both directions. Hey, so that you, like, you're like you should drink right now. Hear, hear! Yeah! Yeah. And he drinks heavily, and he passes out. Oh. So it wasn't a gentle pass out. I tuck him in a little bit. (laughs) Poor guy. Uh, You carry on partying throughout the night, carrying Leosin around with you wherever you go. (laughs) Freaking at Bernie's time. We're so excited that he's came out with us. We don't want to let it go. Plus, we don't want to just leave him somewhere to wake up. Yeah, I know. That would be very unsettling. Oh, yeah. We bar hopped. Like, we went to three other different taverns. (laughs) We just left you at the yawning portal. Well, hello there. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. Thanks for joining us for episode 67 of Dungeons & Dragons. Where do we stand? I think we're standing in a pretty good place as far as the adventurers go. And in real life, it's nearly the end of the year. It's gone by super fast. Super fast. Can't believe it. Uh, The next couple weeks, we will be releasing a couple different and fun episodes to carry us through the holiday season. But just because they're different, doesn't mean I haven't woven them into the story. I mean, everything is connected now, right? We hope you enjoy them. Being the holiday season, we are celebrating by hanging out with our patrons during our monthly Goog Hang, and this month we've moved it because our normal time would have been on Christmas Day. And, I mean, we love everybody all all that much, but they don't want to hang, you don't want to hang out with us on Christmas Day. You got family and friends to do that with. Um, so this month, we're doing a morning Goog Hang on Saturday, December 22nd. And if you've been thinking about joining our Patreon community, we hope you consider jumping on this month. Because of the $2 plus levels, you'll be able to come hang out and share in the festivities. We'll talk about the episodes coming up, what everyone is doing for the holidays, and what we are all looking forward to in 2019. So patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast is the place to visit, and we hope to see you over there.
That said, there are so many ways to support the show. If you listen to us and love the show we're creating, a review or share of an episode to a friend or family member goes a long way. And if you leave us a review, we'll gladly read it right here just to say how awesome you are. We collect uh, reviews from iTunes and Stitcher specifically. So if you leave us a review somewhere else, just send us a little snapshot of that. Uh, to uh, either anywhere on social media or to our email, and we will find it and thank you there. You can find all of our social media links and where to get a hold of us through our website, dumbdragons.com. And thanks to Sirenscape today for some of the amazing atmosphere. Tons of the amazing atmosphere, actually. This whole episode is filled with it. Just make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com and bring your games to life. Links for everything mentioned today can be found in the description. The next episode will be out Wednesday, December 26th. Let's see how the night ended for our adventurers, and who still has their pants on. Spoiler alert, probably not Flint. Have a very Merry Christmas if that's what you celebrate, a wonderful winter solstice if it's not, and we'll talk very soon. Um, where does everybody wake up in the morning? I wake up in my bed. I, I don't know, Kate doesn't get drunk drunk. I mean, I was real drunk, so like... Probably on the floor beside my bed. Probably the parking lot of a Denny's without your clothes on. That kind of drunk is that? Well, I mean, you just said we carried Leosin around, so I can't imagine now you guys left me outside of Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. We're like, we got to make sure he gets home okay. You're on your own. <laughs> well, you, you, you survive in the wilderness. He's soft. You're the godlike adventurer, he he's says. Been, he's been pushing papers for a very long time. He may be able to punch fast, but he's not conscious. <laughs> Uh, okay, you guys wake up. And Flint, roll a d20. It's a 17. Okay, you're back to Flint. I mean, when you wake up. And you all head to Leosin's office, and he's, uh, he looks, he looks pretty, pretty hard off. Uh Um, but he says, uh, okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna go to the teleportation chamber. And I'm going to send you guys to the places we talked about. Silvery Moon, and he points to Flint. High Forest, he points to Thea. And Mithril Hall, and he points to Nulara. Right? Can we all I mean, just so, move you're so close, to the buddy. points that he was pointing yeah. at for the yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah, there you go. Just to help okay. him out. <laughs> Got it. Good. Okay. Let's go. You doing Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. I don't run the teleportation part of it. You got a vom? Later. <laughs> if you're going to spew, spew into this. Oh, gosh. I'll put it onto the tele... And then it'll vanish <laughs> it somewhere and somebody's going to have a real bad day. <laughs> Imagine some poor, like, I don't know, some halflings walking through the forest when out of nowhere just, just like, hit uh, by a stream uh, of vomit. Uh, just... Uh, <laughs> Don't do that to someone, Leos, and that'd be just terrible. All right, whoever is going, and then you get to the teleportation chamber, and there is are a couple wizards uh, standing, waiting. Um, And he says, all right, who's going first? I will. You step into the teleportation chamber, uh, into the Mm -hmm. runes, and the wizards begin reading uh, their incantations, and... The runes begin to glow, and the haze begins to fill your vision, and your friends disappear from sight. I wave. And your vision begins to come back to you. Where are you? 
I am at the at the like outskirts, the entrance, I guess, of Silvery Moon. Two guards are standing at the gate to Silvery Moon. The doors are barred, and they see you apparate in front of them see the runes, and they look like they're on guard when you become visible. Um, but once the haze clears, they see you, and they lower their weapons, and they say, Miss, Miss Amastasia, um, it's, it's been a long, long time since you've been back. Um, quick, yes, come in. And they open the gates for you. And you head into Silvery Moon. I give them the curt nod. Back in Waterdeep. All right, who's next? Okay, I'll go. You step into the circle, and the runes begin to glow and move around you, swirling. Your vision of the room disappears. The haze begins to clear. Where are you, and what do you see? Uh, so I am in High Forest, which is where I grew up. So I am literally in the forest right now. And I think since it was, you know, fairly recently harvest time, it is autumn. So it's like really beautiful and colorful sort of deciduous trees everywhere as they're about to shed their fall leaves. And um, I'm going to head to like essentially my family's property. Um like, you know, six brothers, but they all, you know, are in their own homes with their own families now, probably. But on the same property. You make your way to the outskirts of where you know the property to be. And you see uh, a man tending, uh, just kind of clearing a field um, of where a harvest had just taken place. Which of your brothers do you see? I see Varez. As you step closer, you make snap a twig or something. Something to catch his I attention. I do not snap a twig. <laughs> oh dear, Thank you, you so well. much. My okay. goodness. As you step forward. What a bad at first impression Donnie to like remake when you. Donnie snaps a twig. Okay, there. That's um, And Varez turns around. And sees you and Donnie walking up. First, a little shock at seeing a gold dragon wormling, but then seeing you, he drops everything in his hand and with a gasp says, New Lara. It, it's me. I'm home. How are you? And I kind of like speed up. You know, it's my brother. I'm not going to, like, run open-armed across the field. But, you know, he, I am walking briskly. I'm very excited. He runs towards you and calls out, New Lara's back! New Lara's back! And you look around and you see people come out of the the, the buildings that are, are built there. The you literal see, woodwork. The literal yeah. woodwork. And you see all of your brothers and, and their... And they're what you can presume to be some of their children running out towards you. Back in Waterdeep. 
Well, I, I, you're, you're last there, bud. You ready? Yeah, yeah, let's do this. You step into the circle, and the same process that you've seen before, the wizards begin their incantation, and the haze begins to fill your vision. And you, your vision comes back, and where are you, and what do you see? Uh, I'm in a spot I know very, very well. I'm at the hidden passage entrance to Mithril Hall. It looks just like a plain wall to the uh, untrained eye, but if you know where to look, you know exactly where the door is. I I do the uh, sequence of movements needed to do with the loose stones on the door, and uh, oh, I thought it was I unlocked. The I thought you were like <laughs> Vogue. <Just Vogue. laughs> that would be amazing if I was. The door begins to grind open slowly. Inside, you hear the the workings of the inside of Mithril Hall, which are very familiar to you. And you step in and descend down into the heart of the mountain. And you see the entire city of Mithril Hall, which you haven't seen in a long, long time. We cut to somewhere else. It's black. You hear footsteps kind of scuffling about trying to find a place to go. You hear a voice and it says, Um, hey, uh, hey, Victor. Victor, where'd you, where'd you go? You hear footsteps walking closer to your position. Hey, it's not funny, man. Like, it's uh, it's uh, very dark in here. Oh. You see a sliver of white light begin to crack within the darkness. Hey, what are you what are you doing over there? And it begins to tear open into the darkness. That's not that's not good. And hands begin to reach out and begin prying apart the white light and faces begin to be seen ghostly demonic faces and the camera pans back and you see the face of a ghostly Grancis oh boy we're in trouble now Some of the music in today's episode is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io and Scott Buckley at scottbuckley.com.au. I'm just going to say, based on the the decisions and the events unfolded by you and your team here, everybody will decide who is in and who is out. Our actions in the past or in this meeting currently occurring. Because I've already yelled at everybody, <laughs> stood on a table, this, sat backwards this on a chair. This here I'm showing on Skype is a scorecard <gasps> oh based boy. on all the descriptions made, des- decisions made. Why Since was when? there so many Fs <gasps> on it?
Russ, yeah. this is fascinating. And what what kind of math yeah. were you doing that there's a when whole bunch you, of Fs on when it? Did Those you, are letters. Yeah. When did you start this this sheet? Like uh, since the beginning of Rise of Tiamat. Oh, oh my boy. god, are you for real? Yeah. Russ, oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> you should right? see listeners, you should see his face right now. He looks like I don't know. He's grinning like, like a, a Cheshire kid cat. with like he yeah. should this be. is all that is crazy. up to you. Oh my god. I mean, I hate it. I hate that you're saying that. We did our best, you guys. We did our best. It's kind of better because it means like it's already decided, right? It's a long time coming. Yeah, it's not just spur of the moment. Gosh, what if by throwing those people in that river that one time? Nobody was, knows about that. That was before we recorded. That never happened. No. We never used to say time up and that down was, in the river all the time. No, Amy didn't have that suggestion for us. Yeah, to but do she with said they, and then you <laughs> threw me right under the bus and into the river, Tom. I, I after tying you up. <laughs> they, I've been told that they find the chewing, crunching of paisley endearing. I don't know if that's what they meant. Look at it. Is Paisley, quite loud. go somewhere else. Oh my god, she got up. Go she left. Else. Good girl. Oh my goodness. Good girl. Go for that wow. positive reinforcement, oh, Paisley. Yeah. Jesus. Why is he looking at us? <laughs> She's looking around the room, not at anyone. No, I meant, why is Russ looking at us? <laughs> that not all of us. Well, I can't stare pointedly at, at, at Thea, fucking somebody. Flint, and Nulara. She goes, but not you, Donnie. You'll be fine. Donnie, you'll be good. Donnie will live on. Her dog is audibly Ooh. farting under the table. Oh, no. I like how Carla said, I know. And it's like, no, I said, oh, oh, no. She oh. said, oh, no. <laughs> no. I know I can hear the farts. I, it's just no, I, I couldn't hear it. Yeah. I can just hear the bone chewing. She's like, oh, God, I swear it's not me. Like, <laughs> Why are you looking at Austin Powers shit? Because <laughs> of our other podcast, Russ. Now God, how many times do we business, need to Russ? tell you about this? I was also looking at you. So yeah. this is just something. For Wait, was he dressed do. up as Austin Powers? Yeah. <laughs> you put the, your right foot in. You put your right foot. That's the incantations. <laughs> yeah. It's the hokey pokey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. You're doing great. Flint and Leo. No, you're just blind now. Exactly, your vision disappears. Sorry, they rolled poor on that one. You can't be hungover when you teleport. Did we not mention (laughs) that? It does cause. And then Leosin and Flint just go up to you and be like, "Hey, we're your brothers." (laughs) (laughs) Hey, welcome back. (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is Yanni, and welcome to Season 2 of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Calvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic. 
and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutant, a lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about Sinclair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Thank you.